Hello, I'm Amanda, if you don't know me already, and welcome to Perspective. This is a podcast where I interview and I have conversations with a variety of people who each have a different Jewish background, they all practice their Judaism differently, but we all have one thing in common, and that's our connection to the Jewish community. And this podcast will open your mind to the idea of a shared community and that if you're Jewish, you're always Jewish no matter what. And if you aren't Jewish, this podcast will open your mind to the different lives of people and show you that even though we practice different religions, we're all human and we all want the same thing, to be connected. On this episode, I talked to my best friends, Ella and Jordan, and we met through Hebrew school like six or seven-ish years ago. I don't know, it's been a long time. Um, we discuss our various connections to the Jewish community, like youth group and Hebrew school and going to Israel and how it's just been this sanctuary in our lives. So without further ado, welcome to Perspective. All right, so you guys are the first people on the podcast. How does how do you feel? <laughs> I feel honored. This is cool. I'm excited. Oh, okay. me too. <laughs> okay, so why don't you introduce yourselves or like how we know each other and stuff like that? I'm Jordan Polterak. Um, Amanda and I met at Hebrew school at our temple. Yes, and I am Ella Mendelson, and same same meeting place <laughs> about uh, five years ago. Really? Five or six years ago. Well, I met you like six years ago. We became close friends like five yeah. to six years ago. Yeah, yeah. We met through Jordan. Like we became close through Jordan. Yeah. That connector. <laughs> okay. So we're going to start with the interview. My first question for you is how has growing up Jewish changed your life? Like how has it influenced you? Um, I find that like, I have like a second family almost. Like I feel like I always have somewhere to go to if I ever need. And um, I don't know, it also just like connects me and my family better. Um, like I know my mom's side, didn't practice Judaism when she was a child but now like they do more um at least my grandparents so I feel like I have that kind of connection with them like they went to Israel a year before we did um and then on my dad's side (laughs) on my dad's side um like they've always been very very Jewish and my dad has always identified very Jewishly I guess so I feel like (laughs) I get it from that too I agree with Ella. I think there's such a strong like community and I feel like anytime you meet someone you can bond over being Jewish. It's like an instant connection. So I really love that. Yeah, I feel like because we're all brought up with the same like core Jewish values like education, compassion, like empathy and like like those are very strong Jewish values. And so when you're all brought up with that same like past, it's so easy to connect to people like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I literally, just... 
Go ahead. I was just saying we're all we can all just like also relate to uh, the bat mitzvah studies. You know, that was oh painful. God, yeah, but it paid off. Bar and bat mitzvah season was so much fun. Yeah, like our our class was like pretty big. It had like like 40 kids or something compared to like the rest of our temple like the grades weren't as big <laughs> but I would say like our class got super close during that time because that's like such a Jewish rite of passage and you're all going through the same thing you're like studying for a year you get your your bar bat mitzvah date like two years in advance and it's just like everyone's going through it yeah like my Jewish friends are my bestest friends like when you say, oh, who are your friends? I go straight to them. I have other friends too, but like, these are like my friends' friends. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I like, uh, literally same. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, like, it's hard to connect with people at school who like, aren't Jewish. They just don't get it. Like, I don't, I have no words to describe it. It's just hard to connect. Yeah. Oh, you took a sip of water. I wonder if we're going to hear that on the podcast. (laughs) That's ASMR. (laughs) Okay. So, I mean, we kind of already touched on this, but so we met through Hebrew school. We became best friends through Hebrew school. And my question for you is, how is Jewish education and Hebrew school important to the Jewish community? Um, I mean, it educates, like, the whole Torah story, study and stuff um, at a more, like, child level. So, and then, um, yeah, you just kind of grow up with these people around you. I mean, some people didn't go all the way through Hebrew school, but honestly, I never really made close friends with them anyways. Um, But, like, the people who did, like, I basically grew up with them. Like, I know most of these people since kindergarten first and second grade yeah we're 16 now (laughs) not yet (laughs) I have two more days until I turn 16 (laughs) but yeah I think Hebrew school helps I guess like bond you from young age with like other Jewish kids which is cool because like we said we met and we stayed friends which I love and yeah, just like teaching like the basics and just growing up with the Jewish traditions that like you learn from home, but also sometimes they're not Hebrew school and then you take those with you. Yeah. And I think it's super cool because like we grew up at our Hebrew school, like that was our sanctuary, you know, like I joined when I was in second grade and I went all the way through to what, like seventh grade? That's like five years. And now all three of us were Madrahim, like the helpers. We get to help all the younger kids. And it's just like, you get to give back to them and get to like shape their Jewish identity and all that. It's, yeah. Do you guys like being Madrahim? <laughs> um, I mean, yes and no. It's some pretty tedious work. Um, and I, I used to say I don't really like kids, but like helping teach a class of like first graders at Hebrew school, like honestly, I've learned to like kids a lot more and like, I don't know, it, it, it's so cool how they like look up to you. And like, I remember being that young and looking up to my Majahim and being like, oh my God, they're so old and cool. And like, I'm like, why do you guys look up to me like that? Like I'm a shrub, but like, (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Makes me feel like I'm worth something. (laughs) 
it's very it's a very rewarding experience totally yeah just I was gonna basically say what Ella said like I remember always looking up to the Madrahim and like I can't believe I'm that person now like it feels so weird but it's so great to like give back and just be that person that we had (laughs) yeah I literally like I came again like I already said this but I came in second grade and like Ella and Jordan Hardy like grown up with each other they went to preschool together they're like best friends I was not in that group yet I had no friends my first year of Hebrew school I had two friends the teacher and the madricha in our classroom and it was just like I think it's so cool that I get to be my kids friends if that makes any sense because for that first year of Hebrew school it was a little harder for me I literally I threw a tantrum on the first day I cried in the classroom (laughs) I don't remember that but I believe it (laughs) (laughs) I'm a very dramatic person (laughs) yeah to say the least (laughs) speaking of drama we're also we got some anxiety like I'd say we're collectively we're a very nervous group of people (laughs) some some I would say we're perfectionists kind of maybe yeah definitely like just in our life like the every little thing yeah we're overthinkers (laughs) (laughs) so how has your Judaism been kind of like a support system or like a sanctuary through like harder times where you're like going down a mental spiral or like other things um I think having you guys um there have been so great because you guys are always so supportive and also I just feel like our temple like the community there is so amazing like I don't know but I feel like I could go up to someone that I didn't know and just like start talking to them. And I feel like they'd be so friendly, maybe not during like a nervous breakdown, but just to like (laughs) introduce myself. I feel like everyone is just so welcoming. Yeah, totally. I was like going to say the same thing mostly. Like it brought you, it brought me you guys like to lean back on. And then also um, we have a youth group called Noir that we talk with like weekly ish. Um, And like, sometimes anxiety comes up as a topic and like I see like like we talk about it like it's no big deal and like and like that's a good thing like we're normalizing it which is good and like I see that like so many other people have the same like fears and like weird like oh I don't want to get up in the middle of the class to throw out a tissue like that's so anxiety like provoking I'm like and like other people have yeah other people like have that same feeling I'm like oh like we're all kind of the same it's like it's a great place to talk about it and um just see that we're all here for each other yeah okay and then I also I asked you to share this but like this is the perfect segue for that you went through some medical stuff you've been on quite the journey Ella um yes and I remember um I don't know if you wanted to talk about that like a little bit but there was a specific story that I asked you to share. <laughs> oh, yeah. So basically, so when you go to the hospital, you know, you mark down your age, your race, all that fun stuff. And if you're Jewish, and obviously we always mark down if we're Jewish, because honestly, we're private. And worst case scenario, we have to stand up for ourselves. But when you mark down your Jewish, every single Friday, you get a little um, 
Shabbat bag with um, some Kadem grape juice, some challah, a little wine kiddish cup. Um, Oh, and like little toy candles, like with the little battery. Um, So, I mean, I was in the hospital for plenty of weeks. So I have a literal box of grape juice in my room right now um, (laughs) to save for some Jewish events, maybe. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But um, yeah, I mean, it was always nice, like, oh, it's Friday, I get the bag, like the, um, the rabbi come, the rabbi in the hospital comes and talks to me for like an hour, like it was always like something to look forward to. Um, so yeah, I got probably like five or six bags. And then one time I was in the hospital during Passover too, and they gave me a whole Seder plate. I'm oh like, my oh my God. <laughs> and instead of like the little Kadem grape juice they gave me, they gave me like a whole wine bottle of Kadem grape juice. I'm like, I have a lot of grape juice now, but <laughs> it was like, it was a good end of the week. Kind of like, oh, oh, this is like not too bad. I mean, the hospital sucks. I'm going to say that, but it was, it was a good little light. Yeah. I feel like Judaism it's just like it's like it provides such a light in your life like even now during like COVID and all of that our temple has been having um zoom shabbat services and each week they just become more and more creative and we play cahoots we like play games and you like they sing different songs last week our cantor sang it's a small world in hebrew (laughs) it was so funny because the theme was around the world and it's just like having those little things to look forward to during the hard times is something that Judaism provides. Like having the day to like relax, chill out, be with your family or be with your friends or even if it's on Zoom. (laughs) Yeah. No, I love Shabbat at the end of the week. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, (laughs) I didn't used to go on like, like I didn't go to many Shabbats on Friday night. Um, <clears throat> I went to obviously a lot before my bat mitzvah. And yeah, pre, but pre pre COVID, you're talking about you. Yeah, pre COVID. Yeah, um, and um, for my sister's bat mitzvah, which was this past year before COVID shut everything down, like I went to a lot of Shabbats, but like I didn't go to many. I mean, I went to beach Shabbats a lot um, during the summer because that was really fun. Um, but I really didn't go to much, and now I go every single week, and I'm like, this is like the best. Like. Sometimes not my whole family's there, but like I'm always on the Zoom. I'm always like the center of the Zoom. I'm like, I want to watch the Shabbat. <laughs> You're so cute yeah. in your little box. I look for you every time. <laughs> <laughs> so are you. I love the candles. Oh my God, thanks. You eat dinner most of the time. Yeah, we're like the only congregants that eat dinner during the services. <laughs> we're just like at our dining room table, like grubbing. <laughs> we order dinner during the services, but we eat after. <laughs> nice <laughs> Jordan you like the services on the I screen? love them yeah same thing as Ella like before COVID and all that stuff like I wouldn't really go to Friday night services but now we try to go every week I love that they make it themed because that makes it so much more fun and yeah our like clergy is so much fun <laughs> yeah we got we really lucked out with our clergy like oh yeah totally love them all yes <laughs> We're going to have Rabbi Kalev on the podcast. <laughs> He's our clergy. They're going to have to send me all these episodes. Yeah, They're going to be on Spotify, excited. hopefully. If they just oh, Did you guys not know that? No, no, that's so cool. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe 
I hope I hope they end up there. <laughs> um, yeah, so our temple's great. If you you listeners, you guys didn't pick up on that, we love our temple. Uh, last summer, we also went to Israel with our temple. Um, that was it was like seventy Jews from LA. It was a big group. It was a big group and two whole buses. Yeah, two buses worth. <laughs> <laughs> two buses worth of Jews. <laughs> so how did that experience, like going to Israel with your entire temple, how did that change or strengthen your connection to the Jewish community? Um, well, I was supposed to go to Israel like a couple of years ago with my family. And um, due to other circumstances, that didn't happen. But um when I went with the temple, I was like, oh my God, I would not have wanted to experience it any other way. Like there was like the itinerary. Wow. They did fantastic. Like every day was booked to the second, except for Shabbat, obviously you had that day to your own, but um, every day was booked to the second and you got to do like almost everything, almost everything in Israel. And that's like a lot. And like the country is small, but there's a lot of things to do there. And (laughs) Honestly, I have, like, so much respect for Israel. I had before, but now that I went, I'm like, whoa. Like, I love this place. Like, literally while I was there, I'm like, I'm living here one day. I'm, I'm going to live here. Like, it's just going to happen. Maybe for a year, maybe for four, maybe for 12. I don't know. But I'm going to live here. Or I'm going to go here again and stay here for a lot longer than two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I want to study there. Me too, yeah. yeah. And I completely agree with Ella. I'm so glad we went all together because it would have been cool like if I went with my family, but I'm so glad that we did it as a temple and I got to experience it with you guys. And yeah, just being there because you hear about it all the time, like on the news and like at Noah, what Ella was talking about. We talk about Israel a lot, but just (laughs) seeing it and being there and just experiencing everything, I was like, wow, like this is such an amazing place. And I just, I felt such a strong connection to it. And yeah. Yeah. I like, I obviously like, I felt that connection when we got there and stuff and like being like where we live, like there's really not that many Jews. Like we're really the minority here. And I, when we got there, it was just like so crazy because we were the majority and you just I just felt so at home there I felt so safe there um I think Ella mentioned this before but uh we live close to the beach so we have beach Shabbat we and we have a whole service on the beach in public and it's like everyone this is like in in California and everyone would like look at us and like they'd stop and stare at like the people sitting on like beach chairs like all praying together and but we did something similar to that we had a havdalah on the beach or we had like a service in a park in public in israel and no one stopped and stared and it was just like like some people joined in (laughs) it was great yeah yeah when we went to the western wall we went on shabbat and um, my cantor, I think she'd asked me and Jordan to like lead a song. I don't remember what song it was, but it was just like, oh, like she's like, go ahead, like start singing, like lead our congregation of women over here. And so me and Jordan, I remember we were like so nervous. And like we started and, you know, our temple, like the women who were with us, like we all started singing. And then pretty soon 
it turned into the entire women's side of the Western Wall. And I was just so emotionally moved by that. I mean, I think everyone was. Like, we were all, like, sobbing by the end of that song. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Like, I remember, like, everybody just in a big huddle, arms wrapped around each other, total strangers singing the same songs. And I'm, like, putting my head on my mom, just crying, because I'm, like, oh my god like this is an experience I will never forget I'm like I don't ever want to leave like this spot right now it was so amazing I remember at first before we were like all praying together they were like oh just go up to the wall like you can put your note in and so I remember just me and my mom went up and we like touched the wall and I saw like this lady just touching the wall and crying and I was like wow like I wonder what she's feeling and then when we were all together <laughs> You're like, wow why is she crying <laughs> yeah and then as soon as we were all together and people were joining and singing with us and it was just such an amazing experience like these songs that we sing in los angeles people in israel they sing the exact same songs like i loved that and then that's when everyone started crying and i was like oh i get it now <laughs> <laughs> like oh <laughs> because I remember I remember because we were all like crying and and then like that was the end of the song and then like Ella said everything was packed like we had like a time limit so we had to like leave to go on to our next activity or whatever I think it was like dinner or something I don't know and we all came back yeah yeah and we like met the men and I remember (laughs) Rabbi Kalev came up to me and he was like Amanda why are you all crying like is everything okay he asked my parents he's like is everything okay and it's just like we had such an experience there (laughs) oh yeah I remember the men coming out and the women coming out and all of us meeting together and it was me my sister and my mom and like my mom is like kind of tearing up I'm kind of sobbing and oh, yeah, my I sister, <laughs> my sister, she's not crying, but you know, she felt it. And my dad was like, oh my God, are you guys okay? Like, did something happen? And we're like, no, we we're just having a moment. It's okay. <laughs> like, let's go. Like, okay. Like, oh my God. <laughs> we're just connected to the Jewish people. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. We also, I don't, I don't know why Ella wasn't there, but me and Jordan and our parents, we went to a mall like that next day or maybe not the next day no it was um, still in tel aviv i'm wrong i'm wrong we went to the osbrielli mall like god help my american accent anyway <laughs> um and i remember we were like the only americans there so it was like a really immersive israeli experience it was so much fun we got like makeup jordan's mom got these beautiful orange glasses but I remember we were so enchanted almost by the books and how they were in Hebrew and how we could like kind of read them. We can't understand Hebrew, but we know how to read it. So I remember we kept like looking at the books and then the bookseller kind of looked like a, a teen when we were like, oh, like, hi. And then we ended up talking to her and we're still in contact with this girl like a year later like a year plus later we we whatsapp with her all the time and the jewish community is strong (laughs) yeah it's so cool we just started talking to her like are you american like your accent is so good and she's like no i'm israeli and yeah it's so cool that we still keep in touch with her 
Yeah, she's super cute. <laughs> Shout out Mary if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, also, another thing I want to talk about is we're in BBYO together. We started our own chapter. We're so cool. Um, <laughs> anyway, so for our region, at least, we're more on the Jewish side of things. Like, like we kind of do the practices. We kind of don't. I know that's not us, but the region. And I know this isn't true for most BBYO regions, but ours, at least, we're a little more Jewish. And does this I feel like the Jew is more forced upon us? Yeah, it's like, uh, oh, you have to have a Havdalah event if it's on a Saturday. It's like, yeah, oh, like we're fine with that. But sometimes the region is like, oh, oh okay, we have to fix the schedule. Yeah, they it's like weird. They're like not really into it that much. So does this kind of make you nervous for the survival of like Judaism and stuff to see this large group of teens? not really into Judaism or is this like totally fine I'm overreacting like I mean like you said like it's mostly our region like I'm pretty sure other regions in America and in the world like incorporate more Judaism and I know that some people in our region are a lot more connected and just like their chapters in the region don't um like just project it as much um like I feel super connected to Judaism. I'm going to raise my children Judy, Jewish. Um, I hope they'll stay Jewish. I mean, if my they child want to convert to a Judaism. different, <laughs> if they want to convert to another religion, I mean, I'm, I'll support them and everything, but I, I really hope they stay Jewish um, <laughs> just because it is a very small population of the world, but it's such a meaningful religion, at least to me. Um, but I, I mean, I feel like the world will be fine. I, I think, I think we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll be fine too. Um, Lasted think, for this long, right? <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm what not we? going on two thousand years. <laughs> Five thousand, right? Remember? Oh yeah, I'm <laughs> way off. Oh yeah, it's like fifties. What is it like? Fifty-seven, eighty, or something. One. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a big number. I thought it was like seventy something. Oh my god. Sorry, didn't no, that's like well. Israel. That's like the age of Israel. <laughs> Um, I was saying something. Hmm. My bad. <laughs> oh, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Because I think that if the Judaism is like forced on people, then they definitely won't want to do it. So I think even if it's like a little bit like some things here and there, that's definitely better than like, you have to do this, you have to do all this stuff. And if they want to be Jewish, they'll be Jewish. And even if they like are Jewish without all the traditions, like still having the community without maybe celebrating Shabbat and Havdalah, I still think that's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I like that point of view. Maybe I'm just overreacting. I don't know. It just like, cause yeah, maybe I'm not the most religious Jew, but I connect to the traditions maybe not in the most like religious sense, like a God divine being and all of that, but I really like practicing the traditions for the communal aspect or like being part of a family. I don't know. It just makes me a little nervous. <laughs> I don't know. But on the other hand, on the flip side, like what Ellen Jordan are saying, like BBYO, it's so cool because it's international. And so the community, the BBYO community is 
just amazing. And you could play like Jewish geography with all these people. Like you'll always find someone you know. On TikTok, I'm on Jewish TikTok and like BBYO TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Like people are like, oh, I went to IC and I'm in this region. I'm like, like they can't see you, Ella. <laughs> no, I know, I know, but I'm just like <laughs> Ella just like danced towards the camera to show her excitement. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just like I'm like excited because I'm like, oh my god, I forgot that BBY was international and there's other Jews in the world. And it's just so fun to like see a social media platform like present that and be like, oh, like that's super cool. Yeah, for sure. I'm talking about for you page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm doing, I mean, this is the whole reason why I'm doing the podcast, but I'm doing a program with the Shalom Hartman Institute, and uh, IC, International Convention, was in Denver last year, and I actually made friends with someone who's in Denver, and she was like, oh yeah, like you're in BBYO, did you go to IC last year? Like, it was crazy, da 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 and she's not even in BBYO, but she's Jewish, and she's in the area. And it's just all the Jews like storming her city, and she was like, "They're here, they're here." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just like the community and how you'll always know someone just kind of warms my heart. I just like envisioned a movie where like you're just standing there, and then you see the ground shake, and like the pebbles like start popping up, and it's like all the Jews (laughs) coming. It's like boom, boom. Speaking of Judaism being so amazing, what's your favorite thing about being Jewish? Oh, that's not fair. (laughs) I I don't know. (laughs) People, food, traditions, community, temple, food food again. Um, God, Jewish food is so good. At least Ashkenazi Jewish food. That's what I've eaten. Okay, wait, hold on. I have to take off my headphones for a second. Keep talking. Jordan, your ideas. Oh, okay. I agree. There's like so many things. Definitely community. Everyone's there for each other. Um, I love that. Food. The food is amazing. Ashkenazi food, Sephardic food, all the food. Love the food. (laughs) People will say Ashkenazi food is not like seasoned or anything. But you have not tried my Bubby's food. <laughs> I was like, I no. dare you to try my Bubby's food. Come to my Rosh Hashanah and my Passover Seder. So good. So good. <laughs> oh my gosh. The Jewish food kind of sucks, like, where we're at. Like, the store ones. Because there's, like, not a lot of Jews here. There's no Jews <laughs> in our community. There's enough Jews to get the first day of Rosh Hashanah off in Yom Kippur. Because parents will uprise. Um, but um there's there's not there's not enough for it to for more my, than just mocks my dis- to be no, in the grocery store my district we don't get the jewish holidays off it sucks so much no i know i have to yeah. take off <laughs> well it's full of jews so we get both days for rosh hashanah and then we get a day for yom kippur <laughs> <laughs> okay well zoom is telling us we have like nine minutes left so I'm going to tell you a little, about, about some, little bit about something I learned, um, like through Hartman. So I learned about the Judaism of being and the Judaism of becoming. And so the idea of if you're a Jew of being means that being Jewish is who you are and that you're part of the people and there's this just like unconditional belonging. 
And on the flip side, there's also the Judaism of becoming, meaning that being Jewish is what you do and that you're aspiring to become holy. And it's like that whole idea that you have like moral obligations and stuff. So I'm going to ask you, which one do you identify more with? And I'm not asking you to pick one. They don't exist exclusively. They coexist. And I don't know, for me, at least like one overpowers the other, but. I'm definitely like, probably like 80-20 more being, um, not becoming, just because like, I was born Jewish, I am Jewish, I feel Jewish, like, like, that's my identity, kind of, at least for me, Um, and, like, I feel like becoming is more of, like, the, the religious part, which I definitely relate to, and, but I feel like I don't need to become a Jew, I feel like I already am a Jew, and I feel like my whole life has honestly revolved around being Jewish, Um, and, yeah, I feel like the, like, not the last thing I think of at night, but, like, I think about being Jewish, like, every day, like, my friends, my family, different things that I just think about, I'm like, oh, like, like, even that there's, like, a prayer for everything, I'm like, wow, that's cool. So yeah, but there's a prayer I def- for putting on your mask. I know. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I am Jewish. I, I don't need to become Jewish. I am. So that's how I feel. Wow. I like that. That's very I nice. That. Yeah. I definitely feel a much stronger pull towards being. I definitely agree with Ella. Like, I was born Jewish. I am Jewish. I feel a strong connection to like other Jews whenever I meet them. I think I said that before, but I just feel a really strong pull to like the cultural and the community aspect of Judaism. And then for like the becoming, I mean, I try to be a good person. (laughs) I promise I'm a good person. (laughs) Um, Like there are traditions that I do, like I celebrate the holidays and stuff like that. Um, We talked about this at Noah before. I feel like I struggle a lot with, like, do I believe in God? I don't really want to get into that right now. We should but have a podcast That's a longer discussion that. for the six minutes that Zoom has left for us. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I definitely feel like I am Jewish, and I feel more connection to, like, the community rather than the, like, spiritual. All right. So you guys kind of furthered my argument or like the whole reason why I'm doing this podcast is to show just how powerful the Jewish community is and how you have the option to choose your own Judaism. Like there's this sense of individualism that you can choose what works for you and you can choose what resonates for you. And you're always going to be Jewish no matter what. It's a choose your own adventure. (laughs) (laughs) DIY. (laughs) DIY. Okay, before we run out of time, I'm going to ask this to all my guests, but since you're the first, we're going to see how this goes. So, you guys know this. My listeners might not have picked up on it, but um, I kind of chose, like, the shofar as, like, a mascot, kind of. Like, it's in my intro. It's on the cover of my podcast. and at least what I learned in Hebrew school, is that the shofar is kind of like, hey, wake up, like, listen up. This is really, really important. So I'm going to ask you, what is one piece of 
like advice or like life advice that you have for the listeners related to being Jewish or like the best piece of advice that you've learned through your Judaism? Um, if you don't want to go to services, go, because you probably have friends there. Um, <laughs> but on a serious <laughs> note, on a serious note, like, honestly, just like being Jewish is, like I said before, it's who I am. And I, my life revolves around being Jewish. And um, if you don't, like, if you don't feel as much of a connection to being Jewish, just try. And if you don't like it, stop them. It's fine. But like, really just try because I know I've had such a great experience. I know a lot of people who have. Um, so I know people who weren't originally Jewish and who have had a great experience converting and being a Jew. Um, so yeah, I just say like, go for it. Like, try your best just to do whatever you want to do. But I I definitely give being Jewish and all the things a try <laughs> before you come to a final conclusion. I like that. Um, I would say <laughs> I've heard this a lot and it's that like Judaism teaches us to question stuff, like always ask questions, just don't just take like what you're given. So I would say this kind of goes with what Ella said, but since we're taught to question, I would say like take the parts, I mean, this is just from my experience, but I would say try to experience everything and then take the parts that you like and run with it. Um, make Judaism your own because I think that's really special. Aw, I love <laughs> you guys. That was so fun. <laughs> <laughs> So I would say that the main takeaways of this episode are that the Jewish community has so much to offer and there's so many ways in different places that you can be involved and fit in and just be loved and supported unconditionally. Um, these girls, Ella and Jordan, they're honestly everything and I don't know what I would do without them. And it's thanks to our temple, the Jewish community that we even met and became friends in the first place. And I feel like this sense of Jewish community or is just, it's just so crucial to the peoplehood. And without it, we wouldn't be strong and we wouldn't have people to share this beautiful religion with. So if you take nothing away from this episode, listen up, at least remember this. Whether you're Jewish or not, I think that you should take every opportunity that's put in front of you and you should surround yourself with a community of people who just are unconditionally there for you and that you do the same to those people. I don't know. I feel like one of our main purposes in life, it's just to be there for one another and make sure that we all feel that sense of belonging. And if we do that and make sure that other people feel this, that the same will come back to us and that we'll feel connected and we'll have that place to be connected <laughs> and there it is the first episode of perspective you made it you should feel very accomplished <laughs> I always I always feel really accomplished when I finish a podcast uh, but 
Before I end the episode, I wanted to share a little Jewish quote from Pirkei Avot, and it kind of sums up the message of this episode. And the quote is this, If I am not for me, who is for me? And if I am only for myself, what am I? And if not now, when? Thanks for listening. Thank you.